Hello, hello everyone. Welcome to another special edition of Finding Calm in the Chaos. I'm Janice and we're going to talk today about our vacation in Europe. We're going to talk today about Vienna, Austria. Oh, home of sausages and some sort of salami bologna sandwiches. Are you ready? Here we go. everybody what's up what's up what's up it's Denise and I am exhausted um I can't even tell you how tired I am like you guys I can't even guarantee these are there could be no f-bombs I don't have a sponsor so I don't have to not do f-bombs so I'm just gonna say it I'm fucking tired I fucking hurt and like dang um so we're going to talk about vienna today so we were we actually flew into vienna and we're in we're in rome now and so we flew into vienna then spent um basically the next day we spent in slovakia overnight then we went back to vienna before we came here uh before we went to venice so today we're going to talk about um vienna i liked vienna i'm not gonna lie so we did not stay in city center because well, it, number one, it, it costs a lot of money and it's super touristy. And when I travel, I prefer to be in non-touristy areas, which I'm saying while I'm in a penthouse apartment across from the Coliseum. Okay, there's a reason why we put here. But what I'm saying is, is that um, when you're looking for like food and stuff like that, as long as you know you have to walk off the beaten trap, um, you'll get authentic stuff. Um, and there are some signs and stuff like that, but let me tell you. So the first thing that we kind of did when we were in Vienna is we were looking around at the market. First off, our little, let me back up. Our Airbnb there was amazing. Our host was Walter. It was in, I believe the 10th district, which was primarily Turkish, but I will tell you that it was super nice. We never, I never not felt safe, um, the market there was amazing. It was literally right outside our apartment door. Uh, but everybody was walking around shopping. And might I add you, like everybody is shopping for their groceries and their daily stuff every day, right? As their comings and goings, everybody's getting their food for the day or maybe two days. I don't know. But this isn't like you're walking into, you know, uh, Walmart superstore grocery and you've got aisles and aisles and aisles of just let's be honest shitty boxed processed food these are all people who are buying fresh meats fresh produce uh you know fresh milks it's it's just oh. it was wonderful but at the same time like really fucking depressing because we don't have this shit in America, which is why we're probably so fucking sick. No, it's not probably. It's why we are so sick. Because might I add, I've had zero gastro issues since I've been here. I got 101 problems with my body and um, gluten, coffee, and milk and cheese are not one of them right now. Period. That makes me kind of mad as well. But 
we um, were watching all these locals walk around, and they were all holding, like, a Kaiser bun, which what looked like a inch slice of bologna in the middle of it. Everybody was just walking around with their little baskets and bags, and in, in one hand, this dang sandwich. It looks so good, and here's me. I'm looking at Mr. Sith, and I'm like, we need to get one of those. Like, where do we get one of those? So there were a couple... Um, like, uh, I don't even know, like little, I guess for lack of a better term, like delis. And so we went into one and here's me just like trying to communicate, right? I'm just like, uh, hello, you know, I need like this bologna sandwich. Like, and I'm like pointing to the meat that they have. Literally, it was just that, like sort of like their bologna, but more smoked and, um, fresher. Like it didn't taste like rubber. And they heat it up and put it on a Kaiser roll that's fresh. And they wrap it up. And you just, like, walk around and eat it. It's so good. It's so simple, but yet so good. Um, we had a good time going downtown. So we went, we went to City Center. And we were looking at just trying to think. I'm, like, jumping ahead. I'm so sorry, guys. I'm, like, so tired. It's stupid. Um, Oh, so we were talking about Walter, our host, our Airbnb host. So in this 10th district, um, it was a very, basically, like, an economy apartment. It had one bedroom with a pretty big bed and then a pull-out bed in the living room. I found it to be, so it was kind of like, you know, it had, like, a very compact kitchen, a bathroom that had a washer and a shower, and so it was pretty efficient, um, it was the, the money was perfect. That apartment was less than 400 us dollars. And that's like a hundred bucks a night. It was less than a hundred bucks a night. Cause we paid less than it. It was like, I think it was like 363, like us dollars. Walter was super accommodating. You know, the thing is, is that all of these apartment buildings and stuff are located. You're walking down these little streets and these avenues and they have these huge, big wooden doors or, you know, green doors or whatever color they may be, but they're like these gargantuan doors. And in these doors, um, sometimes you'll get into like a long vestibule. So like all of a sudden you're standing like in this long vestibule and you're like, it could be covered. It could be open. Depends on the apartment building. And then you have to go through like this had an elevator. Thank you, Jesus. Um, but they had these very old, brown like glassed wooden doors and they just kind of like were like almost like saloon doors okay because they just kind of flacked back and forth I'm sure they locked it one time you know uh how many centuries ago but right now um they did not and then like very old castle-like stone stairs and I'm like I'm not taking those so thank goodness they did have an, an elevator now when I say elevator I mean I'm getting on with Peter in a backpack and Mr. Sith has to come up separately um, or he's not going to get my luggage on. <laughs> what, what would I do this trip? Um, what did I do this trip that I wouldn't do another trip? I wouldn't bring my, my big suitcase. Now I enjoyed having it all, but for me toting it around, I would rather um, I'm too sore for it. So I think that I would just, literally cram everything into the smaller one or maybe bring um, a carry-on that was actually luggage 
and do it that way as well and split it to two smaller bags. You know what I'm saying? Um, but having the big one has been a, a little inconvenient while we're traveling. Um, but we've made it happen. And Mr. Sith has been helpful with getting it um, on and off the trains and water taxis and all whatnot, you know? Oh, okay. So we're in Austria and the apartment is very nice. I love it. Um, Walter was a very accommodating host. They're all very polite. Everything is freaking electronic out in Europe. So basically it was, you know, you go, you sent, you click in and you know, everything's on your phone, which is great. It's a, I don't have service in Europe. So all of my cellular service has been via Wi-Fi. Uh, so when I'm not in the house and I'm not using Mr. Sitz hotspot, I'm just taking pictures. I can't be honest with you. I thought it was an inconvenience at first. Um, but I found that it kept me off the phone. You know what I'm saying? I only used my phone for while I was out for pictures and that was it. So I was like, Hey, so that all worked out. But everybody had Wi-Fi. Everything was great. So what else did we do in Vienna? So we went to that market that first day. We are resting in between. I cannot push myself like I used to. I've been pushing myself in the little things I've been doing. And I'm going to be honest with you. There are first time, a few times on this trip, probably more than a few times. But um, I would say that there were um, moments on this trip that I thought I was going to kill Mr. Sith. Because we, I'm like pushing myself, right? So like I'm already done like two hours ago, but we have to walk through whatever little city or whatnot to get where we need to go in order to get on a train or, you know, a subway to get to a house. But then when I get to the place we're staying, there are stairs and I'm going to have to get there, right? So I'm going to have to get up them. And so even if you get to, to get to the elevator, I had to go up like three steep steps And right now I'm having trouble. It's predominantly worse now that I'm in Rome, but this is our last leg. But I will say that um, I'm having problem with the surgical foot. Guys, I'm so pissed that I got this fucking surgery. I should have never got the surgery. It, It would have been so much better for me just this whole trip, which is sad as that sounds. It felt better prior to the surgery. There are so many other things that are just like even worse than what it was prior. I have numbing. I have burning. Um, it's giving me, um, because of the numbing and the burning, I don't know if it's just cause I don't feel my foot in my shoe. Yep. You heard me. I don't feel my left surgical foot in my shoe. Like I don't feel it. All I feel is like there's a flame and burning. It's all numb. And then that is somehow caused me shin splints. So I'm getting that. I don't think I have shin splints, but I, I'm definitely feeling it. Like that's the only way I could describe it. And then in my, you know, quote unquote, good leg, the right leg, um, I'm getting numbing in my toes in that as well, which could be natural neuropathy just from rheumatoid arthritis and lupus and the heat. But can I just tell you, my knee is like physically like, like you could hear it audibly click. Um, so I'm having problems with that. 
And although I didn't have, sorry about that. I was touching the microphone guys. I'm sorry. Um, although I didn't have it at the time, um, I would say within the last three to four days, I'm having issues with my sciatica now on both sides. I'm getting, I have ass pain, like literal, my ass hurts literally on both sides. <laughs> I'm, I'm a hot ass mess express right now, but I'm traveling in Europe. Um, and then because of that, it's causing me to walk weirder than I already do. And so now I'm having lower back pain, which is causing like really bad hip pain on the right-hand side. So I, I, I'm, I guess I'm tending to lean to the right again. Um, so it's really fucking with my hips and all that. So yay. Um, Austria. We were going to take the, the – so they have awesome train stuff. Apparently, um, I don't mean this disrespectfully, but like when you're traveling in June, apparently now you have to be aware that the whole fucking month is going to be pride shit. Sorry, not sorry. I don't mean that it's shit. Have a fucking parade. I don't care. It's my podcast. If you don't like it, don't listen anymore. But what I don't like is that they're literally having, these cities are having to reroute, stop fucking buses, stop doing shit, like hold lines for the fucking festivities that are all over the fucking city. And so it's, it's a major inconvenience. Let me just tell you that. Um, and everyone's like, but you know, Denise, there's probably a stronger message in that than your vacation. I just spent a ton of fucking money. It's not more important. What's important to me is that I literally am here on vacation and we spent two and a half hours in fucking Venice driving around on a fucking water taxi because the one that went to our fucking hotel wasn't running. You know what I'm saying? That's what I care about. <laughs> so boom. Um, so then, so they rerouted some shit in, I don't even know why it was rerouted in Vienna. Do you remember Mr. Sith? I don't even know. Anyway. They rerouted some shit in Vienna. And so, of course, it was the route that we needed to take. So instead of, like, one, you have to take two. And um, the public transportation has been fabulous. You know, it's busy. I kind of feel bad for locals in the smaller areas like Austria, you know, especially Vienna and, like, Venice. And it, it just – it's got to suck for them to be, like, trying to get home from work and there's, like, 60,000 damn, like, tourists everywhere – uh, with backpacks and all that kind of shit. Um, I get that. I try to be, a, you know, a cautious traveler. Um, we're clean travelers. That, that'll come into play later. Um, it's, it's just been, it was, it was a good time, but it was, um, I was feeling it less in Austria. So I was able to do more. We did um, the parliament building. We were just going to drive in a circle. There's a, like a number one, I guess, that goes in the circle around Austria. But for whatever reason, that wasn't working. So we got on one, but then realized it wasn't going in a circle. And we were like, oh, well, shit, we got to get off this. So we went back and I'm like, well, fuck, since we went back, let's get off at the parliament building and take pictures and shit. So we did that. And then we right there was down the block was the, like you get back on, I don't even remember. Um, but that's when they had the butterfly house exhibit um, that was fun. I mean, there was tons of butterflies. I was kind of shocked by that. Peter really enjoyed it. Um, then we went 
to, we, we went to go to dinner, but here's the thing. So if you've never traveled to Europe and you're planning a trip or you have a trip coming up, please know that in most places that are good, you're not going to find a place to eat. You can't just walk up and order or expect to be seated. You have to make reservations. It's super important. Like you could do takeout, you could do Uber Eats, you could like tonight, you know, we did Uber Eats because we've been out walking all day. That's different. Okay. But if you are walking in, you know, a small European city, most likely you're going to need a reservation to have dinner and also check what time dinner is because like we eat at five, five thirty, like clockwork, but here we're having to eat between seven and nine, which is hard. Okay. I'm like, people are like, Oh, it's no big deal. I eat that time all the time. I cannot eat that late. It's hard for me. And then I stay up. So that's how I know I, I've been doing good here with the food because that's when I usually will get serious gastro issues and I haven't had any. So I was like, thank you. The food out here tastes so much different than the food back home. And I don't mean in just like flavor wise, like, yeah, it's different food, but I mean like even the consistency of their milk, their coffee, their breads, their, they, they're just, they taste better. And I'll tell you guys, that's because they do not allow all of the shit that they feed us in the States. It's really sad when you break it down. Um, but their food even tastes better. But when we talk about Venice, wait till I tell you like what that fruit tasted like. It was unbelievable. Um, and you shouldn't be this excited about how good a fucking peach tastes. You know what I'm saying? There's something seriously wrong with the food in your country when you get super excited over some blueberries and a peach. I'm just saying. Um, Austria, we did that. What else did we do in Austria, Mr. Seth? He's sitting on the couch next to me here. What? Oh, uh, we did have one request from Peter. Um, Peter wanted to go to this, like, cat cafe. I'm going to tell you, it was super lame. And like Mr. Sith had mentioned at the actual cafe at the time, he's like, basically, it's a glorified cat cafe, like cafeteria out of a vending machine. So you had to order drinks like from a vending machine. It was so strange. But Peter had a fucking great time. <laughs> and he wanted to feed the cats and like look all over for him. And I was just like, whatever. Um, but, you know, if that's what makes him happy, that's what makes him happy. You do what the kids want. Uh, we did have one amazing experience. So um, a lot of people will like, okay, so Austria, Vienna specifically is known for the soccer tort. Uh, soccer tort uh, it came from Cafe Soccer and um, they have the cake there. It is a very famous cafe. People will wait in line uh, to get in to eat there. They have the soccer tort and it's a, I'm sure a beautiful experience and all of that. We opted not to do that on the advice of a ton of videos that we were watching about how, quite frankly, it's really not even that good of a soccer tort anymore at that place because it's just been so commercialized with tour tourism. So we did some investigation and all that and real and found out from multiple sources online that the best soccer tort uh, is when you go off and it costs less as well. 
And so we wound up getting uh, breakfast in um, Volpension, which is in the Muck Museum, M-U-K, which is the musical um, college there. Okay. And they have this little cafe called Volpension in it. And Volpension was flagged as having a really good soccer tort and that the price was rational, what a local would pay, not what they would charge a tourist. And literally, when you look it up, there's literally a $7 difference between the soccer tort and Volpension than in cafe um, soccer. So that said, um, it was amazing, but we also had breakfast there. And breakfast in Vienna is like breads, cheeses, sausages. Uh, Mr. Sith had um, like a sausage with a pretzel with mustard. And then it, and then he had like this tiny little like miniature stein of beer. It was crazy. I was like, oh my gosh. All right. It was delicious. It looked fabulous. I had um, toast with cheese and like just a little pepper uh, with some, basically it's sort of like a spreadable cheese. So sort of like that French cheese you buy in the package in the States um, that you get spread. I forget what it's called. I think it's called we, um, <laughs> cause that's not offensive. Um, so that one, so it's kind of like that, but like fresh and they put it on bread and then they serve it with a soft boiled egg. And um, that was awesome. Peter had, same thing, but he got something else on his. I forget what it was. I don't even remember. Look at the pictures. I put them all up in the pictures. Um, as I've been posting, if you don't know or don't follow me on social media, you can find me on Facebook. That's where most of the photos went. I was automatically posting to Instagram, but sometimes it would take them and sometimes it wouldn't. And uh, quite frankly, these are a lot of pictures and a lot of social media that I'm keeping up with. So I just didn't even have time to be like, oh, let me do the Instagram post. It didn't transfer. Um, I'm just like, sorry, Insta people. Check out the stories because they're all in there as well. Um that's how bad it's gotten. I'm, you know, I'm trying to have fun. I don't want to be on my phone all day. Plus, you know, we have family that we're updating. I'm trying to update all of my family with like more description of what we're doing and all that. Cause we got grandma and grandpa and babka and you know, my sister and we got godfather in there and a couple friends. So we just want to make sure that everybody knows what the heck's going on. And it kind of decreases my time on social media. And I was like, thank you. Um, so we did, that Vol pension and they, it was really good and they were so accommodating. And I think the people were very friendly there. Um, the people who waited on us, we went to this cute little toy store bookstore. That was really nice. Um, it was just an overall really nice experience. What else did we do there? I'm so tired. I can't even think of what we did, but if I don't record this now, guys, I'm done. <laughs> I've already fallen behind two cities. I'm like, what? Oh, we did. So we wanted to make sure we had one like really good sit down dinner because we were only there for, well, four days. But one of those days we were in Slovakia and it was almost like not even just a whole day. We took the water ferry. Oh, there you go. So when we went to Slovakia, instead of taking the train, we took the um, Twin City like liner is what it's called. And we basically cruised there on the Danube. I've never done that from Vienna to 
Bratislava. It was very nice. It dropped us off in a very popular spot right by the UFO um, restaurant bridge and the Bratislava castle. So it was in the perfect area. And um, so we'd never taken that. Enjoyed that. And then the last night we wanted to make sure that we were just really eating something good. So we wound up finding this restaurant that was very traditional. And it was in um, downtown Austria. So it was in the main district in the city um, where the cathedral is and all of that. And um, we had to have wiener schnitzel. I mean, if you're not in Vienna and you're not eating some wiener schnitzel, what the heck, man? So uh, Mr. Sith and I got the wiener schnitzel on the side. They serve it with um Viennese potato salad which is a little more mustard based it was very good I'm usually not a fan of mustard based potato salad but um it was good and then um a, and then just like a sprinkling of um fried parsley on the side Mr. Sith always eats parsley off his plate he did not eat the fried parsley I thought that was weird just letting you know he's ignoring me now because he's on his phone um but it was very good, the Wiener Schnitzel. So we got that. And then uh, Peter, so this place was like um, sort of like our version of, you know, farm to table and where they sourced all their stuff. They told you like where they got it from, including like their nuts and stuff. So apparently they prided themselves on these basically pumpkin seeds at the table. So they had salted roasted pumpkin seeds at the table and Peter loved them. Oh, and there's nothing like a seven-year-old, like, with a tiny little bowl of pumpkin seeds, like, licking them out with his tongue, like, one at a time. That's always fun. Yeah, when you're the Americans visiting another country. Um, and he ordered the pork belly, the fried pork belly, and it had, like, they just said spicy dumpling, but they were kind of, like, long dumplings, and they weren't spicy because he ate a few. And then um, he ate pretty much everything on his plate, like everything. He ate all the tomatoes. He ate the, like, potato that was with it underneath, which is weird because he doesn't do potato. Um, so, yeah, I, I was shocked at how much he ate that night. He did pretty good. And then afterwards, we wanted to order des dessert. I mean, hello. And so they had an apple strudel that it was just a slice of apple strudel because if you go to like germany and you order apple strudel like you can get the whole effing cake and it's huge so we ordered it was a piece of apple strudel and it had homemade whipped cream on the side but then it also had like a little um i don't know what they call it like almost like um like a tournée like a little spooned you know how you take your spoons and you make like the little torpedo um shape of something they had ice cream and it was sour cream ice cream. And I know that might sound weird to Americans, but let me tell you, that sour cream gave it almost a lemon hint. And with that apple strudel, it was phenomenal. It was so good. And we asked Peter if he wanted one. And he was like, no, I don't want anything. I don't want apple strudel. But we told him he could try her. So he took a bite of mine, took a bite of Mr. Sid's. And then all of a sudden, he's just like, can I have another bite? Can I have another bite? And it's so funny because, um, you know, and then I wound up sharing mine because Mr. Sith ate his. Um, but Peter was given a travel journal by my mother, so grandma right? So Grandma Reno. And 
it's just a workbook, which is awesome. The format, she really thought this through and the format just kind of gives you like, where were you like the day? Um, what city were you in? And then it'll say like, how did your day go? And it's, it'll tell you, was it terrific? Fantastic. Cool. Amazing. Exhausting. Horrible. Okay. And they could just circle it. And this way he could fill out stuff. And I coach him through some stuff and write some stuff down for him as well. Um, so that when we get back, we can like fill it all out, do the rest of the, um, pictures and stuff as we're printing them out for that he had written down and then he has it all ready and then he could sit down with whoever asks him grandma grandpa babka whomever and it'll be like a little book a storybook of his travels his little journal so he um was i had asked him one of the questions that day um it's like every other day they ask it's like a repeat page and this one had stated if there's anything you could do again what would you do if you came back and he said that he would order the apple strudel because he wanted his own it cracked me up i was like okay well that's legit right um <laughs> yeah it was pretty hilarious um but that's what, that's pretty much all we did. We got, uh, we did take the overnight train from Vienna to Venice and it was the night jet, they call it. And so you pick it up at the terminal, um, in Vienna, the Vienna station, and then you take that to straight into the Venice Santa Lucia station which is uh, the one on the island itself, not the one before the island. Let me tell you. We were surprised, Mr. Sith and I, how incredibly bigger that cabin was than we thought. So we got a three berth, um, like cabin with a bathroom and a shower. Now I know that sounds bougie, but this is literally just a sleeper car, right? So you get on and there's, they had it all made up, bless their hearts, cause we were tired. And they had like three long, like beds. And that was another thing. While we were waiting, we checked out of the apartment, but we didn't leave until later that day and we were exhausted. So on travel days, we don't do anything, period. Because if not, if you don't have time to recoup, I'd already be dead. So we hung out at the station and we had lounge access at one point. So we were upstairs in the lounge because we had a sleeper car. So we quiet, we, um, you know, certain tickets or whatever would get you into the um the lounge and their public transportation is obb um not to be confused with the opp where my old school people with that sorry i couldn't help myself um and so yeah so we got on the train they had the beds already set and you know everything's done online for passports now they used to stop you you know stop the train and border patrol would come in and all that i mean they still do we stopped at italian when we entered italy um they had military and police get on but i'm thinking they're just checking like you know the train logs and whatnot because it's all pre-registered online so um peter went straight up so it's like three beds in a row so it comes like pulling down and they're pretty sturdy. I was at the bottom because there's no way my ass is climbing up. And then Mr. Sith was on the second bunk. And then there's a really, really, really high top bunk. And 
you can bet your bottom that we didn't have to ask Peter twice if he wanted to go up there. So he went up and finally fell asleep. So I was like, thank God, because um, he needed the ladder to get up there. It's pretty high. And um, I tried to sleep. It's not that I couldn't sleep. It's just that I was having trouble with just the positioning of, like, my legs. That's when my legs started to hurt. So I was like, oh, what am I going to do? And then um, I set my clock to get up at, like, 6 o'clock in the morning because we were going to also get breakfast. So I wanted to make sure I was up and all of that. And then suddenly, like, I just got up at, like, 5.15. And I'm like, why? Why am I up at 5.15? I'm on a train to Venice. Just go to bed, Denise. And I picked up the blind, the window blind on the wall just a little bit and realized that the sun was coming up and we were in the mountains in Northern Italy and the pictures were just outstanding. And literally all the pictures that I took were from my phone, like from a train car window and it was the best I can do, but they were stunning. And I know some of you have looked at the pictures and said that they don't even look real, but that's how incredibly majestic it was. It was beautiful. Um, I watched probably in silence for about 15 minutes without doing anything and then I woke Mr. Sith up so he could see it too um and then later on when we were in the countryside coming into Venice and we knew that breakfast would be coming we um Pete got up too so he's easy to stir in the morning usually so um and that's it we had uh, another like Viennese breakfast so basically salamis yogurt you got to pick what you wanted on a little card when you got on the train and then they collected them and brought you the breakfast in the morning and um that's when we got to the Venice station. When we got to the Santa Lucia Venice station, um, we wound up getting, uh, we had already uh, pre-hired uh, basically water transportation and somebody met us inside with a sign and Peter was all excited, as was I, I'm not going to lie. Um, and she took us, she spoke English and she took us, you know, down the ramp and through the thing and talked to us a little bit, um, got us into the water taxi who took us um right to our hotel, which had its own pair in Venice, but it was a great time. I would definitely, um, probably look at a few more things la next time, but I guess I really had to factor in that we, I, I was sore guys, like super sore. I didn't realize how much I don't want to get down on myself about it. So I'm trying to stay positive in that it's okay that I didn't see everything I wanted to see. Does that make sense? Um, because I'm seeing what I can. And even these small little experiences that we're having um, are literally core memories for Pete. So he understands that we're here. He understands what's going on. Um, and so I'm trying to get, we're, we're trying to give him an experience that is he's going to remember for a lifetime and hopefully want to come back here too. So he definitely enjoyed his time in Venice because he had a, t or uh, in Vienna because he had, uh, he, he did his, his journal pretty good in those cities. As we've moved forward, I've had to urge him a little. So, um, to keep him going, you know, that kind of thing. The other day he, he has been watching just random TV. So I will tell you, he loves Bluey. Okay, the Disney show Bluey, for those of you who don't have kids. It's a dog. It's like an Australian healer. 
Her name's Bluey. She has a sister named Bingo. And then, you know, mom, dad, whatever. Uh, let me tell you, Peter will watch those episodes because he has seen them like 6,000 times. Pretty much in every language thus far. So he will watch them in German. And he's watched them in Italy. He doesn't care. He watches them and laughs. And, you know, I mean, he knows what happened because he watched it 6,000 times. But it's hilarious to watch him just to see all the German TV and watch him watch his regular cartoons, but in another language. It was pretty, it was pretty cute. Anything else we can add, Mr. Sith? He's shaking his head. No. Anyway, that's all I have for now. Uh, but remember that next week's episode, and I may do one Saturday just to kind of catch up guys. So look out for that. Um, but so toodaloo um, on the Vienna, and we will be talking to you soon as things go across here um, as we are traveling around Europe. Until next time, you know how it is. Leave with kindness, and don't forget to get over to Facebook or my Finding Calm in the Chaos and subscribe so you don't miss the next one.